turn your pain into power. Don't walk around with the the weight on you. Mm -hmm. Do something about it. It doesn't have to be anything grandiose, but just put yourself into action. Uh, Something that I did was, you know, I just, I just stewed in my anger and my disbelief for a while. It's why we were pretty quiet for a while. Mm -hmm. But one day I walked up to my mom and I was like, yeah, I'm tired of feeling helpless and I'm tired of being angry. We're just going to do something about it. I want to be in action. I want to be purposeful, Mm -hmm. not in pain. And so pick up your torch and follow it wherever it leads you. You know, just remember that whatever change that you make is going to affect so many. You're powerful. Hey there, I'm Sandy Deppish, and this is the Embrace the Blessing podcast. Each week, I talk with a parent who has a child with a disability. They share their biggest challenge, their greatest joy, and their hopes and dreams for the future. You'll learn about resources available to you and discover helpful hints and tips. If you want to be inspired and encouraged, stick around. Let's walk the road less traveled together. There is a broken trust between parents, students, and the school system Mm -hmm. that needs to be fixed. We aren't against teachers. We aren't against schools. We're against restraint, assault, and seclusion. Mm -hmm. We are actively trying to make school a safe place for everyone. That also comes with educator training. And so we've been having conversations with individuals that have hosted these trainings in different settings and seeing if we can apply them to the school system. Um, And as, as I've learned from other conversations, it seems that in Texas, it's only mandatory to have one, one training, one behavioral de-escalation training and good luck. I could tell you as a, as a teacher, I wouldn't even feel comfortable being in my classroom. Should I accidentally harm one of my students? Mm -hmm. I feel horrible. It's, it's protection for everybody. It's making educators also feel safe at their jobs. We don't want them afraid to intervene in a situation where they need to be because they don't know what to do. And so parent education is a big piece. Educator training is a big piece. And then our last piece is legislative advocacy and really pushing for policy change. So that's where that, ad, that that's where that advocates for change piece that you were mentioning earlier, Sandy, comes mm-hmm. into play. And right. so we're, we're definitely also wanting to be a platform and a symbol for change. So when you see us in our green blazers <laughs> with our green ribbons and, you know, all of our stuff, we, we know, and we want everybody else to know that we're here to make a difference. We are leaders ending abuse and harm and y'all will remember us and That's we're cool. fighting and, and we're fighting for everybody. We've learned that this fight extends beyond Leah. We've also learned that this fight is going to take some time. Yes. Right. And so we are, we're, we're learning as we go and we're loving on those that join us as they come. And we're really leaning on them to also tell us, what do you want to see from us? And we will leverage the connections that we have to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that that's what it looks like with a parent contacting us today. It's, yeah, it's I, still a passion project. 
I'm glad they're contacting you because if they contacted me, I would say, get that child out of the school right now. They need to go. You know, you have a red flag, time to pull them. That would just be, no one else is going to touch my kid. Um, And I have heard of families, I know of a couple, that have had some concerns with restraints and pretty big school districts and took them to court. And when you're dealing with the big school district and they have so much money, they have an incredible law team behind them with amazing lawyers. And you know, you're a salmon swimming upstream. You pretty much know going in, you're going to lose. So there's all that to think about too for families. You know, it's it's just a lot. It, it, you're, the focus is your child and making sure they're safe. And you don't want to have to take on this battle when all you want is your child to get an education and to have some socialization and to be loved on by people who chose this profession because they love children. So there, I mean, there almost needs to be some vetting of the professionals. There's- there needs to be a serious change. As family members of loved ones with disabilities, we're already fighting society. We're already fighting their peer groups. We're fighting sometimes our own family members to understand what our day-to-day lives look like and the reasoning why we do what we do. The safe space should be school with trained professionals that signed up for this job. There is a a serious problem with how we treat teachers in general. And I feel like it's translating now to kind of have that taken out on students who can't protect themselves. It's almost like a get out of jail free card. And, you know, kind of like how my mom was was speaking about, you know, these progress reports claiming that, you know, Arlia can do these things that we've never seen that before. What are you talking about? Like this completely cannot be true. And, you know, we, we also classified that under harm. It's, it's, it's negligent. It's people that are being lazy and are not wanting to, you know, I don't know, put in the effort, be innovative, be adaptive to teach them how they are best suited to learn. Mm-hmm. There is, there's, a, there's just so, there's so many layers, which is right. why, you know, Project Leah is, is growing day by day yes. because we are wanting to cover all abuse and harm. This isn't just physical, you know, right. Leah, Leah did endure physical, mental and verbal abuse, but we think abuse and harm extends beyond that as well. No, definitely. So what are your plans as the group grows? Because I just see it as a snowball rolling downhill. It's just going to keep growing huge. Oh, yes. And we are running frantically (laughs) alongside it. (laughs) We are sprinting down the hill with it. (laughs) So true. It's growing faster than we can keep up with right now. Um, Which we are grateful for. Absolutely. (laughs) It's a good problem to have. Yes. Yes. 100%. And I know that our Our plans as we continue to grow is, of course, to best serve all of our membership and to kind of move into two directions. We're wanting to expand. So right now we are exclusively to Texas as a community coalition, and we're wanting to take our mission to other states. And whether that is we are captaining those ships and, you know, collaborating with people over there, or we have some... um, willing captains to kind of take over that and and pioneer it 
alongside us. We're wanting this issue to go beyond our district, go beyond our city, go beyond our state. Um, We are trying to fight for everybody here. And so that's a big plan as we grow. I know that we're also wanting to be a place that uplifts these kinds of stories. The media may give some coverage as to what goes on in the classroom, but there's not nearly enough uproar as we would see if it was a student in general education. And so also kind of becoming a platform that is demanding people to face it, that's demanding people to look at it. Mm -hmm. I am very excited for that part of our growth because I think that's going to be the, (laughs) my area as the marketing person for sure (laughs) to, you know, kind of be on (laughs) platforms like this, Sandy, talking with you about, you know, these, these horrible stories and these horrible things that happen scarily almost every day that don't get the media time. Mm. It's back to my mom's point where, you know, we, we felt like Leah was dehumanized, that she was treated as lesser than that can't happen in these news reports as well, that we don't value them the same. Right. And so begging those questions, begging those conversations with people to, to care, to listen. Right. Just making the world aware, because if as parents, we're not even aware because we want to believe the best, then people that don't have a child with a disability that just have typically neurotypical children in classrooms that are thriving and doing well, they can't even wrap their minds around something this horrific happening right down the hall or right next door. So I think that's that's a really integral piece that you're going to start sharing the stories. When you said happening every day, chills just ran through me every day. Mm-hmm. That's just not okay. That is not okay. And it shouldn't be okay for anybody. You shouldn't need to have a child with a disability or a loved one with a disability to care. This is a, this is a serious problem. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've even seen some stories circulated where, you know, students are passing away from the acts that are performed on them in their educational settings. It's, it's scary to think that if this problem goes unchecked, what's going to continue to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very sobering thought. So what is your biggest challenge right now? If you can pinpoint just one, I'm sure there's just so many pieces that are all over the place, but what's the biggest hurdle that you're facing? (laughs) (laughs) She's going to toss that one to you, mom. (laughs) Um, I think the biggest right now is, is time finding the time because like we started it in December. We didn't really think it would pick up as quickly um, as it, as it's grown and being able to find that time to, to kind of figure out exactly what it is that we want to do and then do it. We kind of know, but as it grew, we had to change. We had to shift with the growth. We had to shift with, there were other questions and concerns that were coming up. So it's it's a very big project and just finding the time and probably um i don't know help assistance that's what i was just going to say is it still just the two of you i know i know you have a network of people that you can plug into but 
spearheading this? Is it just the mom and daughter show right now? We are recruiting the 16 year old to manage all of our social media. (laughs) That's genius. What a great idea. I got to put her to work because because sometimes we just don't have time in our days to keep up with all of it. And so I told her that was going to be her new job. (laughs) I love that. Well, so then that brings me to my next question. How can we support you? How can others come around, wrap their arms around you and say, we love what you're doing and we're here to help. What can we do? Yes. Follow us like our pages, be interactive on those pages as well. We're wanting to start conversations, not just make statements. And so, you know, we're encouraging everybody to join us as we're starting to roll out our social media initiatives and really get active. I think that's the best way that you can show support is uh, sharing the stories that we're trying to uplift to have productive dialogue. I understand it's going to be a touchy, a touchy subject for people. Um, I ask that we all do still remain respectful though, even though sometimes these conversations can get a little heated, they can get a little sensitive. It might strike a nerve. Um, we ask that you support us by engaging and by leading with your heart. Everybody that is wanting to be a part of this mission has their heart in the right place. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that's the biggest way that you can support us right now. We're really excited to see where we're going to continue to go. Mm-hmm. And we may have some more opportunities out there for you. And so I would also say, you know, continue to like and follow the pages. Because that would be where I would post about it. <laughs> so, definitely, we definitely will. And, you know, I would also uh, recommend if you want to be uh, a part of our mission as well, our color is green. It is our Leah's favorite color, which is why it's a part of our branding. Yes. Uh, we are going to be going hard at the Capitol during this next session. And so if you'd like to stand in alliance with us, don't something green with you. And we'll be happy to, you know, connect with you and. Yes, absolutely. You can buy these really well. cool t-shirts as well to wear with us up in Austin. I love um, it. When will you be going to Austin? We'll be going to Austin during the next session. And so next session is taking place in January, January. 2023. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we are trying to get ourselves as well ready. as our membership ready. Right. To feel confident so, enough to go. Exactly. So one of the things we're working towards, we're working towards this right now is doing like a, a summer leadership or, um, it probably goes into the fall. Um, but just like a, a crash course. Yes. Like a training so that parents feel confident about going. Cause it can be very intimidating for parents who've never done it. Um, and don't know what to say or to expect. So we're going to, we're putting together trainings now so that when it's session time comes up, we can have this big coalition of parents and allies who feel confident in their skills to go up there and speak their truth and um, talk about change. And I was just going to add on to there with like, like I was mentioning before with so many laws and bills to change, we need people that are going to champion other things. I, I cannot testify for all the bills and the changes that I want to have made. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, we darn. Are. We were hoping you would do it. We were counting on you to be the girl. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Definitely wanting to uh, do a more divide and conquer. Empower, divide, conquer. And so, yeah, 
So I want to back up for a second because I, because of what I do, I understand what you're talking about when you say we're going to train parents to go do it. But there are many people that have no idea what that means to go to Austin and be in front of a legislative session. So explain what that would look like. Yes. So I will say that session can be a, a lot of waiting. Um, you're kind of watching a lot of jargon be thrown around, a lot of processes going on. You're seeing a lot of Robert's rules of order. I move, I motion, I second, all that stuff. <laughs> that is not, that is not your jam. <laughs> you go to the Capitol to make your statement, to show your face, to leave your, leave your little leave behinds. If you want to leave, you know, a picture of you and your child or, you know, a, a handout from Project Leah or anything, but the main reason why you go to the Capitol outside of showing your face is to provide your testimony. And so that would look like you have about two to three minutes. Sometimes they'll knock your time even more down, depending on how quickly they're trying to get through that day. But you go, you represent well, and you share your story. And you want to, you know, be looking at the bills and the laws that they're reviewing and right. the and the amendments that they're trying to make. If there is a bill that you're wanting to work on right now, get in contact with those senators and those representatives that are championing those bills. Currently, right now, I'm working on House Bill 4019, which is helping to get individuals with physical disabilities equal access to voting in person uh, instead of making them only do mail-in ballots, because that's a whole other that is a whole other issue that I'm going to put over there in the corner, but we, but we, we want everybody to feel welcomed at the polls. And so I'm working with us, uh, representative Busey right now. Wonderful. We're making some progress. And so I would just really encourage everybody to do some research, do some reading. It looks intimidating. I promise. I promise it's not, you can totally do this. And if you see something in there that you want changed, if you see something that you want added, reach out to the person that's championing that bill and open up that door and have that conversation. Mm -hmm. So that way, when you go to give your testimony, you'd be like, hi, my name is Brianna Tenbrink and I've been working with mm -hmm. XYZ um, and I'm yes. here to speak for House Bill 4019 and then share, share your truth for as long as they'll let you until that bell dings, <laughs> you lay your heart out there. You implore people to listen, you implore people to care. And yeah, that's, that's a big, a big piece of it. Right. And this is all going to be part of the free training that we're going to be able to provide. So um, who is your representative? Why, what bills are you even looking at? What is a bill? <laughs> yeah. You know, we're, we're really going to hit all of those um, areas in the trainings. That's perfect because a lot of that for me, I have no idea. Right. My first thought when, you know, you're saying you want to represent well, I'm thinking, can we bring cookies? Can we pass out cookies and maybe they'll listen better? <laughs> you know, that's where I go. Let's make it fun. Right. But so I imagine you'll have some role playing and you'll have some practicing with parents so that they can represent really well. Yes. Definitely. Yes. That's Definitely. We're going to be doing a lot of experiential learning. So yes. hands-on trying, failing, getting the jitters <laughs> out. So that way, when you, when, when you go up there, you're truly confident, not just because you watch somebody click through a slideshow, but because you've done it before and you've done it in a safe space of individuals who are on the same mission as you. Mm -hmm. So you know that you're allowed to mess up here. You're allowed to not be perfect the first time. Um, and you know, right. we're, we're, trying to bridge that gap 
because I think something that I learned from doing Texas Partners in Policymaking is my voice is powerful. I am somebody's constituent. The job that you were elected to do was to listen to me and my problems and the issues and the things that I want to have changed. Mm-hmm. Don't be don't don't be scared. That's their job responsibility. So it's I, I think I think it's gonna be really transformational to get that knowledge to parents, empower them with it, armor them with it. So then we can have a really I'm not going to use profanity here. A really tough force of parents <laughs> and loved ones and allies that are going up there and, you know, speaking for our loved ones. Of, and, you know, in, in our case, that may not be able to speak for themselves. Wow. Amazing. Isn't it obvious why I just love you too? Your hearts are so <laughs> incredible. You've taken a situation that for some people would have them cowering in a corner. And you're shining a spotlight on it, which isn't easy. I'm sure it's extremely painful because you're having to relive things you'd rather probably not have to think about. But you're making such a difference for so many other people. You have no idea the ripple effect that what you're doing is going to have on so many people. Not only in Texas, like you said, you're going to hopefully expand nationwide. And I'm just so honored to know you both. And I'm here to support you. And I'd be happy to join your team and wear my green and (laughs) hear a story. I don't know what story, but I want to be there with you guys because I think you're just incredible. I'm so proud of you both. If I were there, I would give you great big hugs. I'm just very, very humbled by your servants' hearts. Just love you guys to death. Thank you, Sandy. We love you too. Yes. Thank you so much. to have you. Thank you so much for being here. Is there any last, we're going to share in the show notes, everything that um, will connect people to you, but is there any last parting words you want to say? Well, I think the one thing I, I wanted to say, and I forgot to mention this earlier, is that if you're a family who has gone through something like this, make sure you take care of yourself. Um, make sure that you as a mom, sometimes we, we try to take on so much stuff, but that you're also taking care of your mental health because this is not easy to deal with. And it's, it's a struggle that I had in the, in the beginning of all of this. And also everyone that lives in your house also has gone through the same trauma. So don't forget that. And I would just say, turn your pain into power. Don't walk around with the, the weight on you. Do something about it. It doesn't have to be anything grandiose, but just put yourself into action. Uh, something that I did was, you know, I just, I just stewed in my anger and my disbelief for a while. It's why we were pretty quiet for a while, mm-hmm. but One day I walked up to my mom and I was like, yeah, I'm tired of feeling helpless and I'm tired of being angry. We're just going to do something about it. I want to be in action. I want to be purposeful, Mm -hmm. not in pain. And so pick up your torch and follow it wherever it leads you. You know, just remember that whatever change that you make is going to affect so many. You're Mm -hmm. powerful. Love that. Turn your pain into power. And I think you brought up a very valid point there that it took a while. You have to go through a grieving process. There are steps to getting to this point. So you might 
it's okay is what I'm trying to, to share. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to feel that the world has betrayed you and you don't know what you're going to do about it because one morning you wake up and you'll decide to turn that pain into power. Yeah. And, and I know, I know from the outside that we may look like we have everything together and, you know, Oh, it's, it's so great. It's so, it's so impressive. And we really do appreciate those comments, but at the end of the day, we're just uh, a mom and a sibling that, that loves our Leah more than anything. And when the, all the protections that were in place failed her, we're not going to fail her. Well said. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having us again. We love being on you. (laughs) Oh, you are welcome back anytime. (laughs) Here are the takeaways from today's show. Number one, parent education is a big piece. Educator training is a big piece. Then our last piece is legislative advocacy and really pushing for policy change. Two, we're definitely also wanting to be a platform and a symbol for change. We want everybody to know that we're here to make a difference. We are leaders ending abuse and harm. Three, as family members of loved ones with disabilities, we're already fighting society. We're already fighting peer groups. We're fighting sometimes our own family members to understand what our day-to-day lives look like and the reasoning behind why we do what we do. Four, the safe space should be school with trained professionals that signed up for this job. Five, there's a serious problem with how we treat teachers in general, and I feel like it's transferring now to kind of have that taken out on students who can't protect themselves. Six, we're wanting to expand. Right now, we are exclusively to Texas as a community coalition, and we're wanting to take our mission to other states. We are wanting this issue to go beyond our district, go beyond our city, go beyond our state. We're trying to fight for everybody here. Seven, we're also wanting to be a place that uplifts these kinds of stories. The media may give some coverage as to what goes on in the classroom, but there's not nearly enough uproar as we would see if it was a student in general education. Eight, here's how you can help. Follow us. Like our pages. Be interactive on those pages as well. We're wanting to start conversations, not just make statements. Join us as we roll out our social media initiatives and really get active. I think that's the best way you can show support is sharing the stories that we're trying to uplift to have productive dialogue. Nine, if you're a family that has gone through something like this, make sure you take care of yourself. Make sure that you as a mom are taking care of your mental health because this is not easy to deal with. Also, everyone who lives in your house has gone through the same trauma, so don't forget that. Ten, turn your pain into power. Don't walk around with the weight on you. Do something about it. Be purposeful. Pick up your torch and follow it wherever it leads you. Whatever change that you make is going to affect so many. You're powerful. Thanks for listening to the Embrace the Blessing podcast. Visit embracetheblessing.com slash podcast for show notes and links to any resources mentioned. If this has been beneficial to you, please share it with a friend or post it on your social media pages. Join me next Wednesday for more inspiring stories from people just like you.